0: The Jen, Gabe, and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink. And I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today.
1: Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Donald Driver. Sure. Was homeless. Stole cars. Well, that's no big deal. <laughs> well, not in Ask that, Ashton
0: but. how he's yeah, doing about a big deal stealing yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: I,
3: uh, so,
0: I, it's, I, it's a little it. close to home here on Jen, Gabe and Chewy, bud.
3: Car was parked right out front. Was the alarm on? I don't know. I guess it was on. I don't know my alarm sound. I'm not tuned into it like it's my son. I don't understand. How do these thieves start the car? They cross the wires or something. Cross the wires? I can't even make a pot of spaghetti. This
1: is Jen, Gabe and Chewy. But it's not really a big deal.
0: Unless you're the person without the car.
2: (laughs) Well, could your parents still call the cops and say someone stole my car? I mean, I guess they could still press charges against their own kid.
3: Hello? Hello? Is this uh, 555-8383? I have no idea. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did you steal my car? Yes, I did. What are you going to
1: do with it? I
2: don't
3: know. Drive around? Then can I have it back? Mm, uh,
1: this is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy Broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue With Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara Here's Jen Lattis. So
0: much to get to this morning and so little time How do we only have two hours for this show? Two hours does not feel like it is going to be able to contain all of the things So I'm going to have to speak in the Micro Machine, man pace. If you... Oh, man. Micro Machines. What is that?
3: The Micro Machines? You don't remember Micro Machines from, no. like, the late 80s, early 90s? No. God, I remember watching those, like...
0: Micro Machines? Micro Machines. The tiny little cars. But the guy famously spoke very fast in the commercials. Micro Machines! Micro Machines.
2: I remember Max Hedrum.
0: Yes. The, the, the digitized... Uh, 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 uh. Nothing? No. What? Not Why is thing. me whoa, whoa, not whoa, whoa, whoa. knowing your guy... remember Max <laughs>
2: More important than you not knowing my guy. You gave me a look like, oh, i am I supposed to know Hacks Max. Because
0: you're old. I am old. Just old. Am I old? I don't think I'm old. Nah. How old do you feel? Old. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, once again, please do not represent yourself in any sort of trial <laughs> <laughs> slash... <laughs> Always... <laughs> Yeah. Make sure you have representation. Um, I want to start with, and there's a lot to get to, but obviously uh, Brian Goodacoon spoke yesterday, so we will get to that in just a moment, but can we please have a moment of celebration for the Marquette Golden Eagles, Big East champions, won their game last night, locked it up, book it, sixth in the country right now. I- 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 Time to watch.
3: (laughs) Chewie's
2: watching the Big East Tournament next week.
0: to watch. Well, you can watch them play St. John's this weekend. You can listen on 94.5 ESPN, the flagship of the Marquette Golden Eagles.
3: What time? Uh, It's
0: a noon game, right? One o'clock? So,
3: one o'clock game on Saturday. You know why it's perfect?
2: Haven't seen Blammer in about a month and a half. (laughs) This has...
3: is, Is he allowed in the house on a Saturday?
2: I gotta go pick him up. But lunch, I don't know. We're going to figure out where we're going to go to lunch and watch a little Marquette St. John's. Fantastic. Get to know this team a little bit. You know what I should do? Invite the two idiots from the afternoon show who act like little, little girls, little babies. Our team's not good. Your team's really good, but I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to take my ball home and no one's going to play. Grow up, losers. (laughs) Okay, your team is average. There's a good team, a great team in... The state of Wisconsin embrace it. You wanna put some cash down
3: to back up your mouth? Ooh, cash. Not with cash. That.
2: No, let's do a little <laughs> let's think
3: of a bet.
0: Did you back off very quickly? Yeah. From the
3: well, cash? because he doesn't control the bank accounts. If, tw- even, if, if if even twenty bucks goes missing for some sort of back with the chopper room. <laughs> he's he's gonna get in trouble. But I mean some of the
2: things they're saying. And he's on not their gonna be able to go watch
3: Marquette with Marquette? I mean, are you kidding me? Who yeah, cares? Ben Ben drives hard of the hoop. Just embrace the thing. God. They're a fun team to watch, too, Chu. I think you're really going to – when you finally sit down to watch this team, they are a fun team to watch. Yeah. And Tyler Kolek is just the engine that makes their offense run. One of the top guys in the country in terms of assists per game.
2: What are, the, what are they looking Probably going to be biggies. A
3: two? I think it's going to be tough. So they're number six in the country, but when you start looking at other things that factor into, like, seating, they're still around 10-ish. So if they win, if they win the Big East tournament, I think they become a two. That'd be great.
0: What I'm really curious about, and we obviously have Shaka Smart, the uh, Market Basketball Hour Thursdays at Dave and Buster's uh, tomorrow night. And what I want to talk to him about is sometimes you hear teams talk to you about how tough it is to make a run through the conference tournament because it's back to back to back games. Again, they'll get the buy as the number one seed, and then also be able to make a deep run in the tournament. Because right now, the Biggie schedule, the way it lays out, they play Wednesdays and Saturdays, Wednesdays and Saturdays, Mm -hmm. Wednesdays and Saturdays. Occasionally, there's a random game in there. But for the most part, it's pretty consistent. So you know, as a creature of routine, how important it is to be able to lay things out in an optimal fashion for performance. So what ends up happening at this time of year is everything gets crunched, right? Yes. Benches start crunching shrinking, you know, and you start going to a smaller rotation and whatnot. So I do want to talk to Shaka because, of course, Marquette famously has not won a tournament game in a very long time. I want to talk to him about the strategy headed into this stretch of the season. Gabe, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it's just it's one of those things that college basketball deals with.
3: It's funny because it's, it's the same conversation I feel that we have in the NFL of when a team has something wrapped up. Okay, well, what do you do now in week eighteen? Are you going to rest your guys? Are you yeah. start your guys because we've seen teams, famously in the Big East, UConn, like was a bubble team. They were the eight seed. I mean, this was over a decade at this point, but they were an eight seed in the Big East tournament. Went on a run, won the Big East tournament, and then went on a run and won the entire damn thing. Like won the entire NCAA tournament despite being a bubble team when the Big East tournament started. So they played like four or five games in a row and then just rattled off. But we've also seen teams, Big East, Big Ten. I feel it definitely happens more in the Big Ten because they're the last tournament, the last yeah. game to be played before Selection Sunday that, you know, a team that goes around on the, and then they just come out flat that Thursday because well, they had not well, played that many games. Well, let
2: me ask you this because you guys are more dialed into it than I am. Is it more like football in the bye or is it like baseball with pitching? You really don't want to disrupt the pitcher's routine. You want to keep them on that five-day. I would lean towards more of the NFL. Like,
0: You mean like when you have a Monday night no, football game I or a Thursday no night problem football problem game? No, but I would have no problem
2: with them bowing out. After the second round of the tournament to rest their guys. So
0: just so you know, that's not that far-fetched from a fan standpoint. Yes. I have seen that for years, where fans, especially if you've won the regular season conference title, as mm-hmm. Marquette has, where fans will be fine, and maybe they're just convincing themselves of it after their team bows out early, but the argument can be made, it's better to not... Run your legs yes. for those back to back to back games and then have fresher legs for a deep run in the NCAA tournament. So, it's a, you bring up something interesting too you when you talk about Ben and Greg in the afternoon, Scalzo and Brust. You can listen to them from two to four. Nope, two to four is Homer. Four to six. You can listen to them from <laughs> four to six. Quickly <laughs> <laughs> my head, I was like going through the schedule. Figured um, it out. You can listen to them from four to six here on 94.5 ESPN. But do Badgers fans not want Marquette to win? Are they? Can they not celebrate? Can they not get hyped about this team? Can they not get excited? They play once a year. And maybe if the brackets line up a certain way, they'll meet in the tournament. How can you not be excited about another team? And again, this is where I get grief because I do root for and want both teams to have success. Yes. Now, I obviously went to Marquette, so I lean towards the Golden Eagles heavily, but I don't hate the Badgers. I don't dislike the Badgers. I want them to be successful because it's good for the state.
2: I think it's more the other way. I think Badger fans can't root for Marquette where Marquette can root for... <sighs>
0: See, I, I really? hear this... I, maybe
3: I'm not... The I hear this from every like Wisconsin fan, and it's insane. Like, oh, we, we don't care. We don't care about Marquette. Marquette only cares about us. But it's so much both ways, and Wisconsin just wants to pretend they're a high and mighty and they don't care... But just again, listen to what Ben Brust and Greg Scalzo have said in the afternoons, and it's obvious that it bothers them that um, Marquette yeah, yeah, is bad. Like, you so my, I've, I've got, uh, I've got a family. My my grandmother just turned ninety back in November. Uh, I got to get her. Congratulations to Grandma. Yeah, I got to get her some Big East Championship here. <laughs> um, but she's a Marquette alum, and my cousin's husband, like is a UW alum, like gives her so much confusing. grief. Cousin's, but just cousins give, husband. I don't know. What does it's, that make you? You're, I don't it's know. just
2: cousins, right? What I don't
3: know. I mean. Cousins? I
2: I, cousin's husband.
3: Yeah. Cousin-in-law?
0: I don't know. Is that a thing?
2: I guess.
0: You I tell me. I, I don't know. I was with some of your family last night. But uh, it's very
3: important. Very confusing. So
2: let's
1: just that be clear that like they're insane. Like, I feel like your
0: family tree has all sorts of broken branches. Oh, so.
1: I'm serious. This broken. is not a lie. Yeah. Okay. No, no it's,
2: it's not a lie.
3: <laughs> but anyway, we only have two hours. <laughs> yeah, we got so many things to get to. But he's a UW, I and mean, he just gives my grandma grief every time that Wisconsin, like when Wisconsin beat Marquette earlier this year, like my grandma just did not hear the end of it. So now she's going to have an opportunity to rub it in his face when Marquette's a two or three seed and Wisconsin misses the tournament. But you
2: don't buy into like college football, like if if o- Ohio State is playing Georgia for the national championship, you yeah. don't care about Ohio State winning. Where no. I'm like. I would want my conference to win the national championship because then it makes That's us look better. No, it doesn't now,
3: am I right or wrong. It makes them look better. That's insane. That is insane talk. I know, but everything You is, hate Ohio State the entire year. Is
2: SEC's the greatest, SEC's the best, SEC cooks the best, they do everything the best. Don't you you wouldn't want Ohio State to just shut them the hell up? How do you know they cook the best? I was down there. <laughs> I stopped in Nashville for Gumbo. ribs. I ribs time. So had a
1: great meal. Just
0: Let the narrative roll.
3: Am I right? I mean, so, so a lot of people do look at it that way, Chewy. I guess because I, I, I don't know. I just, I root for my teams. And if you are a rival of my team, if you are standing in the way of what my team wants, I'm not going to root for you just because my but, but team's where are gold. you,
2: though? Where are you? Because you are in, you graduated in the UW system. Correct. But you do Marquette games.
3: Yeah, so I feel that, man, I just, I don't, I honestly don't follow Wisconsin all that closely. I, I really loved Bo Ryan because Bo Ryan was a Platteville guy, and I went to Platteville. So once Bo retired, I kind of stopped caring about Wisconsin. Hmm, okay. And I just, I mean, I, I want Marquette, like, I don't, I guess I'm Good for you. If you, I guess it's, I'm just indifferent towards Wisconsin. If you have success, good for you. I'm not rooting for you. I'm not rooting against you.
0: Maybe this goes back to having worked here in the state. I mean, obviously, you guys know I was at Fox 6 for seven years, and mm-hmm. we covered Marquette and the Badgers mm-hmm. pretty strongly, both of them. Obviously, having two Division I programs in the state, an hour and a half apart, that's a good thing for Wisconsin. I mean, again, there's a relevancy there. And I don't know how Marquette's success is in any way an indictment of the Badgers' struggles this year. The two are completely different. Yeah. Yeah. independent of one another they happen to play the same sport that is literally it when they went head to head this year the Badgers actually got the victory and I would argue that for the Badgers that was a high point that and was a high point in the season this year it's been a bad year Smart Cat's worst loss that's for
2: sure a dumb question outside of winning the Big Ten champ- uh, tournament are they in the tournament
3: they are uh, firmly on, on the bubble bubble, oh. bubble they could they could end up playing in those first four games those games that happened that Tuesday and Wednesday yeah Okay, this is getting
2: good. I gotta wake up feeling a bear is in hibernation. I'm like,
3: okay, just need some cocaine.
2: I heard about cocaine bears.
3: You heard about cocaine? <laughs> you got to look out for
2: them. <laughs> no, I heard your little story about it. When my mind, you know how my mind. I don't know if you want to get into that.
0: Yeah, tell me about the cocaine bear. <laughs> well, you said
2: you were in a car full of boys.
0: Bringing Seeing them the cocaine bear. Yeah. So, what
2: went, went through my mind is you took the boys to the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> they scored some cocaine somehow, found some, decided to put it in the bear pen. The bear snorted it and went crazy and wound up eating half the people. <laughs>
0: that's pretty much what happened. That's pretty much the plot.
2: I would not want to see a bear on cocaine.
0: But a lot of people have wanted to see a bear
3: on cocaine. I'm surprised you have not heard of the movie Cocaine Bear. I have not. Well, it's not on the Is streaming it animated service. or is it. <laughs> What's that? Is it animated? Well, I mean, there's CGI, but there's like live actors, like people actors. It's not a cartoon. Okay,
2: that'd be a weird animated movie <laughs> for kids.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, no, I'm gonna let you in a little secret, pal. Is it PG 17? They are not. They are Nothing not going to name <laughs> a movie a PG- for kids. <laughs> cocaine Bear, just okay. not gonna happen. What about Cocaine Cowboy?
0: Also not a kid's show. But probably a movie that they've made under another title, I would guess. <laughs> I think there is a
2: cocaine cowboy Yeah, there is a huge documentary. The Cocaine Cowboys was a huge thing. Was the the
0: cowboys it Cowboys doing
3: cocaine? Uh no. It it's um it's about so the the guy who did uh the, the U documentary. What's his name from Miami? Billy, uh, Billy Corbin. Oh. Billy Corbin yeah did Cocaine Cowboys. What is it about? Oh cow No No no, not Dallas Cowboys. Dang it. I thought for sure that's what it was. <laughs> no, it was be. about the,
2: the That's co- called
0: North Dallas forty.
3: <laughs> cocaine drug ring Down in Miami.
0: Oh, I just assumed it was the 90s Cowboys.
3: (laughs) That's fair. I brought up the U. That is very fair. Michael Irvin's the connecting
2: points. (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. Lots
0: of guys weighing in on the ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line 800-990-3776. I do appreciate Nick and Waukesha reminding me that there are four Division I programs in the area when we obviously talk about Milwaukee and Green Bay as well. Thank you for that. Uh, Thank you for that information. And a lot of people weighing in on Twitter who are angry at me for saying... It is okay to root for, and eh, root for is a strong word, it is okay to support.
3: No, that's even a stronger strong. word. It is
0: okay to watch. It is okay to watch the other team. Again, so these two I, things are independent of each other is what's it. crazy to me. Gotta I just don't it. understand how they intersect. I don't understand how. Because they're rivals. They play the same sport within the same rivals,
3: state. Are rivals, though? Yeah. Uh-huh. Without a doubt. They're probably, yeah, they're at this point... they're not even in the same
2: conference. What does it at matter? At this
3: point, because of the deterioration, that's probably the wrong word, but when the Big East realigned, like, Marquette lost a lot of their rival. Like, Notre Dame was a huge rival for Marquette. And they'll play Notre Dame every year. But Wisconsin is probably the biggest rival right now for Marquette because of the volatility that has existed within the Big East. They haven't, like, latched on, don't have that one team. Like, Wisconsin always is going to have Minnesota within the Big Ten. That's always going to be a rivalry game. Within the Big East, who's Marquette's rival?
0: Mm. DePaul. Yeah, that's tricky. It's, but again, part of that is alignment, as you said. Part yeah. of it is all of those teams but, are out but there. Then, There's I, not that proximity element
3: to it. But that adds to Marquette, Wisconsin every year, because it's the it's without a doubt the rivalry game that you know you're going to get up for. So, what do you think's worse?
2: Marquette fans can't cheer for the Badgers, or the Badgers can't cheer for Marquette?
3: I think it's about equal, but I think Wisconsin fans pretending like they don't care, that's worse. Because I'm they're they the do. big brother. Yeah.
2: Right? Yes. It all goes back to football, though.
3: They have a football team. Correct. So Marquette's undefeated since, like, the 60s. In football? Yeah.
2: Who's the best Marquette football player ever to come out of the university? Skeeter Lutz? <laughs>
3: That's a good question. No. I feel like there was there's a there's a relatively famous name that played football. Like when was the last year they played football? He was saying the 60s. I think it's the 60s. have about the 50s. I'm
0: not sure. People are hot and bothered about this this morning. Couple of news flashes for y'all out there. One, we here at 945 ESPN Milwaukee carry Marquette basketball games. So that's the first thing I want everybody to keep in their noggin this morning. Also, we don't carry the other squad that we've been talking about. So, hello. This is kind of what drives some of this stuff. I went to Marquette, super excited about the fact that Marquette is ranked sixth in the country, just won the Big East regular season title and now is the one seed in the Big East Tournament, which starts next week. So lots of things to be excited about, about Marquette. I don't think anyone is hiding the fact that we are giddy. We'll roll on right after this.
1: It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy.
0: Unbelievable that they ran all over this vaunted defense, this elite defense. What Kool-Aid?
1: Why? It was poop Kool-Aid. And we gobbled it down. On 94.5 ESPN. To say... Away. Wish you step back from that ledge, my friend. Could cut
0: the NFL you've been living in. And if you do want to see me. The combine continues in Indianapolis. Brian Gudakun speaking to the media several times yesterday, speaking to the local media and then speaking to the national media. And it sounds like the gist of what Brian Goodekunz had to say yesterday has a lot of people believing that this is the end of the road, boys to men, for Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Let's take a listen to Brian Goodekunz yesterday. He had an update on Aaron Rodgers, and apparently there is an update, but also no update. Take a listen.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, obviously those com- our feelings haven't changed about Aaron, um, but we, we need to have some
2: of those conversations about our team, where it's going, uh, where he's at, um, you know, before we go forward.
0: So, no news is good news, Chew?
2: I listened to the other snippets. I think he's
3: gone. To
2: me, it sounds like. You're
0: pivoting then because you've been in the he's coming back camp.
3: You're Uh, going to be the cheese stands alone over there soon.
0: I am not stepping my foot in that ring rope on the ground. I'm not doing it. Even if you hear this clip, before
2: we get started here, I know there'll be a lot of questions about Aaron. Um, Just so you guys know, we haven't really had those conversations yet, so not not a lot to report um, until we have those conversations. But with that, I'll take some questions.
0: Yeah, it doesn't sound like there's any update. Now, Aaron Uh, Rodgers is scheduled to appear on the Aubrey Marcus podcast today, mm -hmm. where he will talk about, this is post-Darkness Retreat, so within the last week or so, where he will talk about... Some of the things he uh, considered and thought about and marinated on while in the dark in Oregon. So maybe there will be some answers there. I do think it would be pretty lousy. And I'm not saying this is going to happen. I want to be very clear. If he announced on the Aubrey Marcus podcast what his decision was. I have to believe that this is just kind of like him articulating the process of The thoughts as opposed to the conclusion of the thoughts.
3: Very similar to, I think, when he appeared on the Aubrey Marcus podcast before the season, we found out about the ayahuasca journey that he went on back in 2020. Um, Wasn't a lot of football talk, even a lot of football decisions, things like that. Um, More just kind of the process that Aaron went through. And my guess is, I would even imagine he's not going to talk any specifics in terms of the things he was thinking about, just more of the process. Of what it was like to be in the darkness for four days well,
2: I think I think Goody I think the ultimatum, ultimatums are already out there Having listened to Goody And the ball is really in Rogers
0: Gordon Wait what now. do you think the ultimatums are
2: I think uh,
0: It's like the Animaniacs
2: Isn't that a piece of metal Ultimatum No we're zany we're definitely zany to the max What's oh, zany Zany to the, max. Goofy to the max
3: No they're zany um, to the max there's baloney in there. No, legs. I think he's been given Bologna. ultimatums,
2: and I think that is your 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 five packs not coming back. Uh, if you want to be part of this team, you have to participate in at least some of the off season programs. Uh, shut your mouth about the play calling. Shut your mouth about. Uh, I love it. After listening to this, Goody has stones. I mean, he didn't really say anything inflammatory, but if you read between the lines and some of the things he said,
3: well, it's it's. TVV is the one who asked the question from Fox 6. Do you want Aaron Rodgers back? And typically, in these settings, you don't want to be asking yes or no questions. You want to ask these open-ended questions. Give whoever you're talking to, the subject, an opportunity to answer in a more thoughtful way. But this is the one instance where just getting a yes or no answer out of Goody would have been fantastic. And instead of saying, yes, we want him back, or no, we don't, uh, we have to have those conversations. See if it's the right fit. Right fit!
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! But wait, hold on, hold on. Play what we played at the beginning, Ashton. Again, please. The very first bite we played from Brian Goodkuns. Please play that again.
1: Yeah, I think you know. Obviously, those com- our
2: feelings haven't changed about Aaron. Our um, but changed. we we need to have some of those conversations about our, feelings our team. Haven't changed where it's going, about Aaron.
3: Uh, where he's
2: at. He's,
0: that's the first thing out of his mouth. Our feelings haven't changed. He has been famously famously locked in that spot of, we want Aaron back. So when he says our feelings haven't changed, isn't that his way of saying, we want Aaron back? No. Because if you go on and say, yeah. what, what fit the dude's been your starting quarterback for 15 years?
2: I think what he's saying is, yes, I want him back if he agrees to the, the, the parameters I gave him at the meeting to come or the meeting that took place right after the season. Yes, we want him back. If he's going to do what we tell him and to do.
0: And basically, we have put the ball in his court yes. saying, Here are, here's what we need from yes. you. Can you, to, to quote the Jason Wilde rant, can you do that? Which is
2: it, fair. Which is totally fair. In the past. You're not driving the bus, bro. You are not. The the, the See, organization The is taking the power back. He's driving the bus from the standpoint, if you agree to what I told you, then yeah, we want you back.
3: Sure, but I mean they're still waiting on a decision from Aaron Rodgers, right? They put the ball firmly in his court. They're still waiting. Um.
2: Yeah, but do you think maybe he has you're trying to get a hand on the wheel to
3: to give up the power that they gave the him two years ago? He's trying to take some of it back. Good luck.
0: This reminds me a little bit, guys. This whole Goody Rogers thing reminds me a little bit of that scene from Goodwill Hunting when Will meets Sean, the therapist, for the very first time, right? And Will walks into the office and he like starts looking around at the things and the books, and he starts criticizing his books, and then he criticizes his painting, and then he he's trying to find something that is going to get under the guy's skin, right? And Sean is doing the Brian Goody thing where he's like, "Do you like books? Have you ever painted?" and they ask all those things, and then Sean and sorry, and then Will makes the comment about his wife. And And he's like, you married the wrong girl. And then Sean grabs him right by the throat. This to me feels like that dance where, where Rogers is still, they're trying to agitate. There's an agitation element here for Rogers where Goody's doing everything he can to come across as like the cool guy. Everything's got, you're not bothering me. Nothing's bothering me. And that's what I think yesterday was. He was Sean up until the point where he reaches across and grabs uh, Will by the throat
3: every other time. Anybody's gotten close to a "Do you want Aaron back?" question in the last four or five months. It's been well. We made a financial commitment to him, and we thought that there was a lot that went with that. So we're it was more or less we're committed to him. Now it's yeah. It's, we have to see if it's a right, right fit. fit. And then like he, that is a huge pivot. That is a giant huge. pivot. And then how we talk about accepted Jordan that Love? you lit a hundred dollars on yeah. fire. What are
0: you talking about, lit $100 on fire? You bet $100 that Rodgers was yeah, coming back. But you also oh. don't know what else I bet $100 on games. <laughs> so I think we need a list of those things. There is literally no way for you to know what my swear to God, bet slip looks like. I swear
3: to God, if you bet on the Bucks to win a championship again, Jen, I am going to be so upset. you
0: got to take a break here on J.K. God bless America. No, but for real, let's just, before we go to break, have you, fans accepted or are you in the space now of he's gone? Because Mark Tauscher is in that space. And yesterday on um, Wildy and Tausch, Tausch had a reaction to the, what he believes is a conclusion based on what Brian Goodkin said yesterday. We will hear that right after this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Gabe? Palermo's
3: Pizza is a great place to work. Certified. Recognition is based entirely on what current employees say about their work experience. And 73% of employees said it's a great place to work. That's four points higher than the average U.S. company. Employees are offered industry-competitive wages, generous medical, dental, and vision plans, on-site health clinic, paid time off, tuition reimbursement, various shifts and hours, and a free monthly pizza allotment. That's right. Monthly free pizza allotment. Why, why wouldn't you get that? Because you're working for Palermo's, a third-generation family-owned company founded in 1964, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Palermo's Pizza, one of the most recognized frozen pizza manufacturers in the United States, and easy to see why. Because their growing portfolio of brands include their Palermo-style pizzas, Surfer Boy Pizza from the hit Netflix series Stranger Things, Scream at Sicilian, Urban Pie, Connie's Neighborhood Pizzeria, the list goes on and on and on. So if you're looking to grow your career at a company that puts people first, visit the Palermo's Career page at... Inc. PalermoVillaInc.com slash careers. That's PalermoVillaInc.com slash careers.
0: And Gabe and Chewy. Probably are forums, groups, areas where you can find someone in that space. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm just a normal person,
1: so that doesn't really apply to me. Ah! That hurts. Not going (laughs) to lie. You're not normal. On 94.5 ESPN.
0: Back here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy on ESPN Wisconsin. Lots of things rolling this morning. We were talking about Marquette basketball winning the Big East, and apparently there is a lot of animosity between the Marquette side and the Badger side, I don't get. It. You guys can keep explaining it to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. doesn't make any sense to me. We also talked about, don't do the thing! <laughs> we also talked about the Brian Gudikun's comments. Yesterday at the Combine and how a lot of people took away from that, that this means he is in fact, he being Aaron Rodgers, of course, is in fact done. That's how Mark Tauscher feels. Mark Tauscher, obviously, uh, famously on wildy and Tausch every day after Jen gave and Chewy. Here's what he had to say when the comments from Brian Goodkuns at the Combine started trickling out yesterday morning.
3: He's Mark Tauscher. Tauscher, good morning. How are you? Sad. I feel sad. You're sad. Why are you sad? Yeah, uh,
2: I think the Aaron Rodgers era is over, and I feel sad about it. So that's why you just asked me. That's what I just. That's I was feeling pretty good, even though took a thumping down at the pack this morning. Got uh-uh. thumped yeah. in pickleball. So I would not Then I got whooped by Max playing our morning backgammon game. So I've been getting beaten all around, and now. You know, one of the last legs of uh,
1: Packer football that I played with in an era of football that has been very, very good seems by the tweets that Rob Domofsky sent out this morning, it seems like
3: this era is over. My, and that makes me sad.
0: My first takeaway from that is Mark Tosher gets a lot accomplished in the morning. Holy moly. He does. <laughs> That's very ah, impressive. But
2: they start at 9. Ah, you're right. I mean, I'm up. He does at a little five
0: backgammon, a little hours reading through the internet and Twitter. Yeah. Well, that's a lot more than I could accomplished before I come to work in the morning. Chew your reaction to Mark I, Tauscher saying he's sad about it potentially being the end of the era.
2: I agree with Tausch. I mean, we are conditioned. We might not have a major in reading between the lines, but we certainly have a minor. And and we get it from years of playing, you get it from coaches that try to deliver a message, you kind of feel like, oh, mm, maybe they don't love me anymore. You know, they're always dropping little snippets, so you, like I said, you have a minor in reading between the lines, and I agree with them 100%. This is just a, a it's a pivot from Goody that we have not heard maybe ever. Because everything's like, he's our guy, we need him back. Murphy says something years ago that upset him, had to walk it back. There's no walking walking this back, right? It. No. There's no walking it back. And I just don't see Rodgers, the leopard, changing his spots. Is that right? He's not going to change his spots. Nailed it. I mean, I, I can probably see four or five conditions they put on him, and he's like, he got drunk with power. And if you listen to the guy, everything he's gotta he's gotta qualify everything with and do we have the audio from were you just reading? So there's that no from? audio
0: yet. Oh, there probably is audio but we're working but on I mean, that. But the Aubrey Oh, was it Marcus? It's, yes, always, Marcus? it's
2: always someone else's fault. So
0: that podcast has dropped this morning where Rogers talked about his uh, his darkness retreat experience. And here's a quote that Ty Dunn put out, Ty Dunn of Go Long, put out on Twitter this morning. I've been doubted before. This is Rogers speaking. I've been doubted before. Honestly, I felt it in the first year that Matt was here in 19. I felt at times like a game manager. I didn't quite understand what we were doing at times on offense. My job is to take care of the football, and I did. I threw four interceptions and 26 touchdowns and we were 13-3, and but I felt like there was so much more. Then they drafted my replacement, and I won MVP twice. I threw 85 touchdowns and 9 interceptions in 2 years. Obviously, there were changes that happened on the team and the coaching staff, and I didn't have my best year playing, and there's probably people who think I'm done. I thought I was done before I became MVP twice. There would be plenty of inspiration down that road. That from the Aubrey Marcus podcast, which I guess is available today.
3: Yeah, it's just... I mean, if you're going to no, listen to it, be prepared. The there, Ayahuasca podcast was like
2: two hours and There's minutes. always uh There's a saying we always had in the locker room, players, coaches, everyone. You're only as good as your last game, right? You're only as good as your last game, and you sucked, right? So own it. Yeah, you're two of six in the fourth quarter? I think that's what he was against yeah. the Lions? I just don't see. I mean, go back to two years ago, how hard they would have had to walk this back. If Goody just kind of vomited and it came out and then he went, oh, crap. There's no line on that. I can't pull it back. This is, to him, I believe, calculated, and it's a shot across the bow. Yes, I want you back, but you're not running the show anymore, okay? And I'm not going out and trading for DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not trading, okay? This is a process. This is a process. We're not doing it your way. And why the hell they do it his way in the first place he, didn't do, he wants to be GM without putting the work in. Right? I mean, your power is over. It, am I right or wrong?
3: Um, if he comes back, he's still going to have some power because he's Aaron Rodgers. Nothing and like he used the, to have. Uh,
2: but, I mean, as far as ripping on the offense, dude, you weren't a game manager. Okay, It kind of felt that way in 19.
3: In th- oh, way back that. in the day? In, well, not way back in the day. In 19, the first year, it kind of felt that way where they were... They would get off to some hot starts, and you just kind of didn't feel like, oh, man. and Which is why the Packers eventually decided to take Jordan Love in the draft. Because they thought that maybe Aaron Rodgers was done. Well, we all thought.
2: Yeah. Right? I mean, we all thought he was slipping. Well, what are you supposed to do?
0: That's exactly what i right? said. What the hell are you supposed said, to do? If your job is to build for now and for the future, and you think, and again, it's not that far-fetched that a quarterback, upwards of 35, approaching 40... Would be slipping, you go out and get the next guy. Yeah. Now everybody can say, well, you shouldn't have moved up for him, or you didn't you shouldn't have taken him there and all of those things. But I still say he was doing what was he felt was in the best interest of the team going forward. Because yeah, he knew but, the Aaron Rodgers couldn't play forever. Look, yeah, but it doesn't matter. This is a
3: results-based business, Jen. It's results-based. And you take but, that guy there, and now you see the the two
0: years they had right after that. Man, T. Higgins would have been helpful, wouldn't they? Yeah, but again, it's not the worst thing in the world for a quarterback to sit for a couple of years but and learn from a future Hall of Famer. It is. If but you could have hey, gotten
3: a piece there, that would helped you win a Super Bowl. Yes, unless, that's unless, true. Unless but Gabe,
0: you've but been Gabe. convinced that Aaron Rodgers cures all ails. But they did the same thing. Well, from, you
2: obviously weren't. They did the same thing to Brett. They drafted him, and it worked out. So why in his mind wouldn't he go, hmm? You know, they drafted me when Brett still had some gas in the tank and it worked out real well. So you might not like it, but from a reasonable standpoint, why don't you go, well, maybe Jordan loves the next me. It goes back to what Chewy's mom
0: always says. What comes around goes, goes around.
3: around. You know, I don't know if that's always true.
0: <laughs> comes in this around. instance, it was. <laughs> Is that karma? Uh, no. Is huh? it karma? Is it karma adjacent?
3: Karma adjacent. I don't right, think it's but, karma, but it's
0: it's a cousin. Karma-esque? Charlene's, you know, may,
3: maybe the, you know, husband of a cousin. Charlene is very
2: wise. I got my tries and my calves from her.
0: <laughs> it's funny. I got my legs from my dad. too. <laughs> <Did> you?
3: <laughs> have you
2: seen I my calves?
3: I got my tries. and I my have. calves from- So you're telling me that your mom had really good calves? Jay Williams. Because your your calves are fantastic. Jay Williams love my calves. I have never seen another professional athlete fawn over another professional athlete the way that Jay Williams, when he was here during the finals doing uh, KJM in the morning, he fawned over your calves walking behind you at the old place. It was unbelievable.
2: I didn't give credit credit to to my mom. My dad's calves were hideous. (laughs) Cankles? He looked like he should be plowing a field. Unfortunately, my brother's got those calves and my sister.
3: <laughs> How did we get here? Calves. Yeah, I, I don't know what plowing the, f- plowing the field calves look like.
2: But what should all be the same size?
3: Uh, uh, I've oh, told wait, 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 wait. Okay, so it's neck. Yes. Biceps. Yes. Calves. There you go. Really?
0: Yes. Seems like some very developed calves. I need to start get over there and we start We need a tape
2: some, measure in here full time. We, uh, yeah, that's lifts. true. But I
3: feel last time you brought this up, I I don't know if we did your calves, but your bicep and your neck were the same size. And my calves are, I think, the yeah. same size, yeah. too. Have you seen his calves? I mean, he's usually covering them up during the winter with, you know, pants, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. we've worked together for two and a half years to see choice calves. Yeah, but we haven't really <laughs> talked
3: about it. I feel that kind of odd because that's, his just, calves right, are it's spectacular. It's
0: interesting because I can Actually. tell that y'all want to talk about it because we got three minutes now of <laughs> calf talk.
2: You have calves? I mean, and doesn't it's not, everybody?
0: it's not the Cleveland Cavs. <laughs> we
3: talk about so Donovan screwed. Mitchell all we want. I love Donovan Mitchell. Go
2: <laughs> so so Louisville. So do
3: you have mis- Cavs or do you have Cankles?
2: I have Cavs. Uh, right. yeah. I'll they, be they, the judge.
1: <laughs>
0: I, <that>. I mean,
2: <laughs> what? huh? I, what do you want from me? Cavs. I have,
1: Kevin. I,
0: <laughs> I, I think we've been pretty clear of what our demands are here,
2: Ashley. <laughs>
3: this is weird.
0: Another quote from Aaron Rodgers this morning that is circulating on Twitter from the Aubrey Marcus podcast does indicate that he has not yet made a decision. So I will just read to you the pertinent part of this lengthy quote. I feel really good about the conversations that are going to be had. That have been had with important people in my life, yourself included. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. All the answers are inside of me. I touched many of the feelings on both sides of the darkness. I'm thankful for that time. There's, defi- there's a finality to the decision and I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. I'm answering questions about it because I got asked about it. I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama and you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. That's fine. But this is my life. It's important to me. I'll make a decision soon enough and we'll go down that road and I'll be really excited about it. More on Jen Gabe and Chewy right after this.
1: Chewy, tell us about Cute Club, because you know what today is? Today's Wednesday. Ooh, and you know what oh, they've got on Wednesday? Fish Friday. It's fish fry. We gotta make our date, by the way, now that you're back.
2: Um have yeah, cool. date? Or do you want us to find calling? When does your grading out these fish fries start? Because well, this I'm, is definitely top I'm, three I'm in, in to the area.
1: I will say no. Well, no, it's just some schedules didn't match up. Now, on WTMJ, I will be helping out with one fish fry. I will be a part of it as Jason Smith does his own thing. But Chewy, you, you and I, and Gabe and Jen, whoever wants to be involved, we're going to have
2: our own exclusive one at Q Club, I think, at some point. Okay, I didn't know that. So hopefully they serve fish fry at two o'clock in the afternoon in your next hangout spot is found right here in Waukesha. Q Club of Wisconsin is the perfect place to catch a game, play some games, grab a drink. They've got bocce courts. they got dartboards, foosball tables. I'm not big on foosball. you guys big on foosball? I'm not very good at it. Yeah, I'm not good at it. I like it. it. The thing doesn't move around. I like my thing to move around, you know, not just to go in and out. That it? Am I right or yeah, wrong? Yeah,
3: now you're 100 right. It's usually, what
2: you want? How it to talk? Well, work, we'll yeah. play some pool because they got ten of them. Plus, the Q Club has its own. Th- what is our problem? <laughs> <laughs> has saying? its best fish fries tonight and Friday, and you know they just pile it high. Check out the live music on Saturdays and stop in for brunch every weekend starting at 9 a.m. It's all happening at the Q Club Wisconsin on North Grand View Grand View Boulevard, in which. W- it's the Boulevard that screws me up. Sure. Because a just guy call came up View. to me. No, why don't they just name it Boulevard? It'd be much. I could go Grand <laughs> Boulevard much better in Waukesha. Visit QClubWisconsin.com or like them on Facebook. And that was enough. All right.
3: He graded himself.
1: This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Uh, I,
0: you know, I'm going to go with the corn dog. The old corn dog. <laughs> um, the corn dog for Perogis the birthday.
1: and borscht all day long.
0: That's just crazy. Nobody likes borscht, oh, let alone God, on their it's birthday. It's so good. It's
1: the only thing that makes my mouth water, <laughs> other than my wife. On 94.5 ESPN. <laughs>
0: ESPN Milwaukee 945 ESPN Milwaukee. Chew, did you do a little shopping yesterday? Did you do a little uh, shopping run, a little grocery store run yesterday? I, did.
3: I mean, it's a day that ended in Y, right? I it was did. A rhetorical, Gabe.
2: <laughs> I did. And uh, my guy Danny checking out, he said, No Triscuits today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Boom.
0: Wait, I mean, he, but he, why? why?
3: The number of people that came up to me in the I, office yesterday. I thought Wheat Thins were called Triscuits. What are Wheat Thins called? Wheat, wheat thins. thins? What kind of a question is that? No, but that's... I, I, I don't, it's kind of like I, I don't vanilla. know how to answer the question. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a mess. What are Wheat Thins called? So you those, know the name. You asked me what they're called. So for
0: those at home scratching their head uh, more than usual, listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy this morning, yesterday, we did a Crackers Power Rankings, and Chewy had at number five, I believe, at number five on his Power yes. Rankings, uh, Trisket. Yeah, Triscuit on the, power, on the power rankings. We were doing the Boban handball challenge, seeing how many goldfish we could fit in our hands. You can find that content on our Instagram page and on our Twitter page, Jen Game and Chewy, if you're interested in that nonsense. Um, but Trisket at number five was a little bit of a head scratcher for me because I said Triskets are horrible.
2: They're terrible.
0: Oh, wait, what? <laughs> They're terrible. Mm-hmm. But
2: I thought like when you get ice cream,
0: I'm so interested in where I, this is going to go. Where is this going to turn? It's start? like,
2: I want vanilla. Okay. So I thought the wheat thins were the vanilla part, but there was still an ice cream. You get it? What I'm saying? Is the ice cream like dip?
3: Is that what we're... I have no, no idea what no, we're no, talking no. about.
2: Like, I, I thought wheat thins were like the... I don't know. I'm an idiot. Like the flavor. Oh, oh. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I, okay. On. And I thought it was right. called if, Triscuit's. If I may, Triscuit's Wheat Thins. If I may interject
3: here. So he thought Triscuit was the name brand. What yes. The, what does wheat... Like Nabisco. What's the flavor of wheat? I don't think it has a
1: flavor. Yeah, wheat, wheat has did, a flavor. It does? It's like He's flour. the one, Gabe, that just said that he thinks wheat thins are the flavor. So I'm asking him. That's
2: kind of what I thought. I thought
0: you, have thought you were putting wheat, wheat thins on the list because of their consistency, because of their uh, their
2: Wheat thins, thins are what know. I was thinking about because with a dip, they've got strength. And I You I know, they don't snap in half. They totally and they're J- Jen's right. <laughs> Am I right? Jen's so right about this. As soon as, as, as you this. put them in the... No, 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 no. Maybe there's
0: another cracker you're thinking of and you just got the name wrong. Wheat thins are sturdy. Oh, you
2: never do that. Hold on. Wheat thins are sturdy. They're
1: called (laughs) thins.
3: They're not wheat thicks. I'd buy the hell out of those,
1: though.
0: (laughs) T-H-I-C-C-S. I
2: I am with you, though. Triscuits are horrible. That's
0: why we were so surprised when you put them on your power rankings of the best crackers. (laughs) And then what are those basket-weavy crackers was the best.
2: Was it confusing?
0: So you said... The worst ones are those basket the ones that look like they're woven like a basket. Yeah. To which Gabe was like, "Do you mean triskets?" <laughs> well, <laughs> and you're like, "Yes, right. triskets."
2: Well, here we I'm going to go Rogers on you. Oh boy. Who are you blaming? Ashton yes, told me like me. in the production meeting that I needed to come up with a power rankings list, so Yeah, Ashton. It's kind of my fault, but it's more your fault than mine. And you're supposed to proofread everything I do.
0: Yeah, Ashton. You didn't even write it down. I did. Yeah, I did. Did you hand it to Ashton? No. no he, he did it like two <laughs> segments before. No, but I didn't I ask did. for
3: it. Sure. So that's, you know,
0: that's, <laughs> that's, on on me. You. Yeah, that's fine.
3: No, he's right.
2: Yeah, it's on me. My bad. So you. the
0: guy at the grocery store came up to you and was like, do you want any Triscuits? No Triscuits today?
2: Yeah, he's just
0: giving you a hard time.
2: Yeah, giving me a hard time. But it wasn't the same ladies of, that said to me, why are you here every day? I got time. i got, I'm free. <laughs>
3: Did you buy any crackers yesterday? Oh, so speaking of the cracker challenge yesterday. So you left your bag of goldfish here. But you took (laughs) the 175 that you fit in your hand and decided to funnel them back into the goldfish bag. Whereas, like, I just ate the ones that I had because, again, they were in my hand. And that's how you eat the goldfish. (laughs) You did not take your goldfish with you. Was I supposed to? I mean... You Leave-
0: said you were going to feed him to the birds.
3: I forgot. Leaving, I mean, he he can only handle carrying three things. He's got his keys. He's got yes. his Mio. He can only handle carrying three things. But More than three have things, the, he just... He has just- the
0: kangaroo pouch on the old sweatshirt. Just jam it in there.
3: Yeah, but stuff falls out. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, yes. If you're doing it right. Be delicate. Um... Anyway, so you left it in here. Yep. And Greg Scalzo is a snack fiend. He has a snack drawer in his office. Like, this dude, if he sees snacks, cannot control himself. So he, you left a bag of goldfish just sitting on the table. And guess who ate a bunch of those goldfish yesterday from four to six? Chewy handfish? What? He ate a bunch of chewy handfish. Yeah. Greg Scalzo ate a bunch of them. He, I was watching. My came upstairs. He came up. Hold to me. on. Could you
2: have stopped him at any time?
3: He no. didn't know until after. I didn't know until after. Would but you... wait, would you have? No, <laughs> of course not. It's much funnier <laughs> if he eats the goldfish. All right. Fish. Hold
2: on here. Hold on. I mean, time if, out, he's, if out. he's out
3: sick today, time I'll out. feel
2: bad. But time out. Okay. Here's the problem, and we have to be. Was con- that an E an apple right there, Jen? That's all brown.
0: No. Well, this. Yeah. This is my apple. I just haven't finished it yet.
2: You know they're going to come back at us. They're going to put a prop in here that we're going to want to eat, and they're going to have rubbed it somewhere. So we have to be, and Beat we're him to the punch. early, we have to be very conscious, because this is going to get back to him.
0: Well, especially because you were f- flaming them up this morning about the Badgers and Marquette. Ooh, yes. But um, it's and not that's, my... I'm going to send him let's the audio, just, don't worry.
2: Can, w- we settle on this. Will you see him today and just say, we're even for what you did to my keys. It's oh, a law. I okay. thought
0: it was glasses.
2: It is... It was glasses. It was
0: glasses. I was just
2: get wheat then. What the hell? We know what the hell we're talking that about, was, right?
3: It was really a hey, did we give up when Germany Dave. bombed Pearl Harbor? Just yeah. let it go situation Dave. here. It's a wash. Yep. And you tell them. I'll that. let them know. Don't start a war. I won't. No, but, them. Oh, I don't care if
2: you
0: start a war. <laughs> Chewie's very confident we would win. <laughs> More gave and Chewy right after this.